Welcome to How Rude. Happy birthday to, to you. An exhaustive deconstruction of the classic 90s sitcom. Happy, Happy birthday, dear DJ. DJ. Happy birthday to you. Full house. My name is Jonathan Pernasek, and I am one of your co-hosts. <laughs> to my immediate right is my other co-host and my buddy. His name is... Hi, I'm Brandon Shockney. And together... <laughs> Jesus Christ. What are you trying to be... Sw- it's Mr. Slicky? Mr. Slicky Cool? That? See that? I wish, I wish I could are you having an embolism? Your eye is twitching a lot. Yeah. And together, Brandon and I are just a couple of... Rude dudes. Rude dudes. We're just a couple of rude dudes. And to our immediate left is our honorary rude dude and guest for the week She's who will introduce Cersei. She will introduce herself now. Hi, I'm Kat McDonald. Kat McDonald. <laughs> that was good. You are good start. Good start. <laughs> I wish I could say that. Hello, Muggsy. Uh, Kat, you are here to help us discuss the episode 13 Candles, not 16 Candles, which I assume this is a play on yes. the John Hughes film title. <laughs> and uh, to get us started, can you, uh, your challenge is you have to summarize all of this episode in just one sentence. It's about growing up. <laughs> <laughs> it's about growing up. Period. Period. Done and done. Yeah. Fantastic. I think that's. I think that's a really good summation. Thanks. Of that, there's a lot of growth in the episode. Yeah. A lot of growing All pains. Oh. Mm, Candace mm. Cameron, sister yeah. of Kirk Cameron. Yeah. When are we gonna get Hot Cousin Steve played by Kirk Cameron? He's When's he gonna come back? back? He's never coming back. I don't think so. Oh no. No, the ghost we, of Cousin we, Steve. We can't have Cousin Steve because eventually we'll get Steve. Steve. Right. Yes. So, Kat, you were saying before we started recording that it had been quite some time since you had seen a full episode. Yeah. It, like, I can't remember. I, I don't remember the show very well. Okay. Often. Initial reactions? Seeing it now? Uh, it's a thing. Yep. It's <laughs> definitely it's, a thing, it's, yeah. Well, it's, a, it's so funny. I forgot how, like, corny it is. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. I love yeah. it. You love it? Oh, yeah. Oh, so you, oh, yeah. so when you were able to dip back in, you were like, oh, this is, I like this. It's fun. I can follow this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Th- that is the gift that the guest always mm-hmm. has. They can just sort of, they have the one episode. Yeah. It sort of washes over them and they go, oh, okay. I, I think I, yes, I see this. Yeah. yeah. And then what you get to do is you get to leave. And then Brandon and I are we're on a different stuck path. Stuck in this dungeon. You're totally stuck. Yep. We have to watch this. Um. Oh, uh, Brandon, you received an invitation from Eddie Klinker, <laughs> our previous guest on the show. Uh, Eddie Klinker, uh, uh, maybe Brandon, you would like to play video games with Eddie Klinker? Oh, are you turning are you turning off the volume on your TV? <laughs> oh, then you won't be able to hear invitations from Eddie Klinker. Eddie, I can't right now. I'm podcasting. Uh, but soon, bro. But soon, bro. We'll play the Destiny. Eddie Klinker, as many of you avid listeners know, was our guest last episode. Yeah, I just said that. Yeah. Were you so busy scrambling for the remote that you yeah. didn't hear anything I said? Yeah. I tune you out most times. Hey! <laughs> that's not very nice. 
Cat, <laughs> yeah. we are here to discuss 13 Candles, and we can only begin that by beginning with the cold open. Brr. Ooh, so cold. So chilly. Mm. Brandon is in charge of leading us through a discussion yeah. of the cold open. Okay. Yeah. So we'll just sit here patiently okay. while Brandon... Zip your lips. zip a dee doo da zip a dee day Ew. Don't put your fingers okay. in my mouth. So, um, for the cold Ew. open, uh, we had, we had a... Gay? <laughs> <laughs> we had a first ever for the cold open, which was Michelle was nowhere to be found. She's oh. M-I-A. She's Michelle in action. She's just very... <laughs> Not Michelle yeah. in action. She's very uh, light in the episode in general. Which is ma- not a bad thing. She gets one scene, really, with Comet, and then they were like, she's spent. No, she's got she's got two solid gags. Oh, with the camera. Gags. Camera sure, sure. She's got the Comet gag, and she's got the camera, yes. Yeah. So, but it's crazy that we did not have, that this cold open was actually really connected to the main story, which is rare. Usually the cold open's just like some, like, throwaway bit. Oh, they're like, okay. here's a joke at the beginning. Remember how much you love this baby? Is usually what it is. Yeah. Not today. Today, it was DJ activating her alarm goes off at like 3.40 something in the morning. 3.42. I think it's 3.47, 347 actually. 3.47. Yes, 348. because 3.48. Brandon is the is the minute she was birthed from her dead mom's vagina. <laughs> she didn't slide out of a woman that was already dead. I know. <laughs> that's not how oh, it I'm works. Sorry. Her I'll currently dead. <laughs> yeah, that's her an, now dead. That's an important distinction. Why are Pam's mommy's dead. legs so gray and cold as I slide out of her? Uh. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Pam's dead. Um, Why so, is mommy holding me? <laughs> so uh, we had a DJ get up. And, like, wake Stephanie up so she can tell Stephanie. The alarm is irritating enough. It's, like, one of those old school, like, And DJ has to, like, get up and look at herself in the mirror so she can be like, I am a woman now. I am 13. I am an official teenager. (laughs) Yeah. Which is apparently a big deal. I don't remember... 13 being such a big deal for me. This is the big question I have from this episode. Yeah. Like, Kat, was there... Okay, so the the question is, did you feel it was a big deal when you turned 13, and did other people feel? I feel like it's a bigger deal for other people. My mom was like, my, you know, kids are growing up. Yeah, there was sort of a realization. My sister and I are a year apart, so it was like, teenager, teenager. You know what I mean? Double whammy. Are you older or younger? I'm a year older. Okay. Okay. Um, And those are the only two siblings? Well, and then my brother is 11 years younger than me, so that was like a totally separate thing. Yeah. Yeah. So she had a lot of time to prepare for her only son turning 13. Yes, and they're like ready for him to leave because they're old. (laughs) But, uh, (laughs) but also with girls though, there's the whole, I don't want to talk too much about it, but there's the whole, you know, period. There's the biological (laughs) There's the biological changes that happen. And Please mine, feel free I will to tell you this. Mine no, was I'm when so I was 13. <laughs> I'm just what? saying, like, a lot of girls, like, that's like DJ. I mean, clearly, I mean, DJ looks like she's probably getting there. <laughs> okay, well, getting there in terms of. Getting a little developed. She's getting a little developed now, you know what I mean? But, like, so 13 is a big, I think, because you're going to, that's going to happen soon if it hasn't happened already. You yeah. Know? Did you guys know I'm also a sex ed teacher? Are you a sex ed teacher? Yeah. Well, yeah. Now, now I won't be, but. Because I'm leaving. <laughs> but, yeah. Wait, what anyway, do you mean, what so do you mean you're leaving? I, like, te- like I, on a boat. Oh, right. right. You're going on a boat. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Ow, but, st- don't put your fingers in my mouth. They don't slap me on my bare shoulder, please. <laughs> Stop wearing tank tops. So, I'm sorry. <laughs> like you a- said of your two sisters, I'm sorry, you said older or younger? I'm older. Okay. So, you, you had the 13th birthday celebration first. Yeah. Okay. So, for you, was it a big deal? I don't 
remember it being a big deal. Okay. Did you have, do you remember having like a party or anything like that? Did you have like people over? <sighs> I don't remember doing I can't that. Remember I, don't, I don't remember doing that at all. Yeah. I think 10, 10 was a big one for me. Like I had a big 10th birthday party. Yeah, the I whole double party. digit thing. Yeah. People yeah. make a deal of that. And yeah. I think for a kid that's a big deal. But then once once you're into double digits, it's a little trickier to get a hold of, like, why it's a big deal. Yeah. I think my parents put... I, I think in, in Kentucky there was this whole thing of... You, you would get, like, these big numbers, and you would put them in the yard. And it would be like, like, happy really? birthday. Like, this is the number that, like, our kid is now. Like, hey, neighborhood. One, three. three. Like a political sign? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, big, like, cardboard John numbers. Sex for age 13. <laughs> yeah. Hello. Oh, that's funny. Let me be your teenager. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so, really funny. I also, though, when I was 13, my family lived in London. That's part of why I never watched Full House a lot. Okay. Like I would, and so, also, they're very mild there. They're very, like, polite. Like, mm. the idea of putting something in your garden would have been, like, ridiculous. Shocking. And, yeah. And, like, even at school, it was like, happy birthday. You know happy, what I mean? Happy, yeah, like, happy birthday. Nothing, it, happy everything birthday. was very Just, calm and posh. And yeah. Why was the family in London at that time? Oh, brother. Uh, oh, brother. <laughs> no, my dad got transferred there. For, I grew up there. So okay. I, from when I was like five or six until I was 15. Okay. And so, then it was back. And then back to Boston. Okay. So a lot of, let's say, so... so Okay, can so I talk, please? So we didn't have please? Full House there. That's that's. You had point. Faulty Towers. <laughs> we had, what did I watch? Right, isn't that? <laughs> we had Boy Meets World, I remember that. It's okay, so you were getting that transfer. Sorry, I don't mean to boy derail the Full House discussion. <laughs> I, I'm sorry that Brandon is derailing it to do some sort of weird lads from Liverpool edition <laughs> of the late f- theme song for Boy Meets World. <laughs> what was the original? I don't think it had what lyrics. little meal, boy. With the car? Yeah. So DJ wakes up, and she looks at herself in the mirror, and the second it turns 348, gushing blood. Just gushing blood. She's a woman now. You're a woman now. Stephanie is not having it. Well, pin a rove on On your nose. DJ is really rude to her. Straight up, she's like, oh, BT dubs? You're not coming to my party because I am a fucking teenager well, now. Well, it was, it was meaner than that. It was like, by the way, I'm having that party that you're not invited to. Mm-hmm. Fuck your shit. Yeah. She started the episode and you didn't want to root for her. No. You know, the whole episode, I was like, you were really a C-U-N-T. To- <laughs> See you next Tuesday. <laughs> to, you cunt. To, <laughs> yeah. People don't know this, but C, uh, uh, that word stands for see you next Tuesday, you cunt. Oh. I love it. Yeah, yeah, I just used that the other day. I called someone that in a show. Whoa! And I was like, "See, yeah, you're seeing you next Tuesday." And they're like, "What are you talking about?" And, what are you I, ta- and I just said, "You fucking." Cunt. <laughs> Your scene partner genuinely didn't understand that. I don't know. See you she, next Tuesday. She, if she didn't, or her character didn't. <laughs> Who can really tell with improv? Okay, well, the character is, and the person. I don't think it you're blends. supposed to say that word at IO. Yeah, sure. This is a. Uh, <laughs> whoops. <laughs> This is, a, this is a family podcast. No, it's oh. not. Can we move on? Can you, can you remember half of the things that I've said? On this? Yeah. You haven't said terrible. anything nasty, Who I don't think. To this? Because I, someone has to. Hold on. There's an important question that's being asked. And the, the question Who does is. Who listen? Like, is for real? Is it your family? No. Our families don't listen, I don't think. I don't want my family to listen. Well, your mom li- listened to a few, right? She listens to a few. Sometimes she, she tells me, sometimes she'll skip to the end. Skip to the end? Yeah, she likes that part of it. What most. part? When you when goof go, up? Like, uh, when you no. do the goof? No, we like ask our like little questions at the end. Oh, she, she doesn't actually this. want to hear us talk about this that, l- late 80s, early 90s sitcom. Oh my God. 
the, to answer your question, it does seem like we have uh, like a sort of core group of people that are listening. The The numbers are sort of consistent week to week. <laughs> Look, I don't want to get too Wizard of Oz about this. Pay no attention to the boys behind the curtain because it's two of us, Brendan. I'm pulling on your ear pretty hard. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, yeah, that's basically the cold open. Brrr. Did I answer your question? Yeah. Okay, good. So we we start off the episode. Where are we at the very beginning? Do we cut to the party. Remember? Yeah, the, okay. It's, oh, it's, like, yeah. it's like the city. It's a shot of, like, the skyline. Boom. It's party time, baby. We, we got the banner that yeah. says, Happy Birthday, DJ. And people are already getting their punch on. Yeah, they're getting their punch on. They're getting their dance on. Mm-hmm. I, it's actually pretty accurate to me in that none of the kids at the party know how to dance. Yeah. There's this sort of, like, a lot of the boys are doing some sort of weird marionette it's TV, shit. It's TV dancing. Yeah. But, but middle school kids don't know how to dance. They do that sort of, like, shoulder, hip shuffle Mm-hmm. There's no real except, style except to it. Except middle school John. Middle school John knew how to dance. Middle school John. Middle school. He knew how to dance. Really? No. Oh. I didn't go to dances. Oh. I didn't go to dances. Oh. Oh. What? That's, I don't know. Well, were you... Ki- that were was you, a sadder response than I Were you cut a cut a foot loose on the fucking dance floor? Yeah, dude. Little Brandon? Yeah. Yeah? Really? Yeah. Tell me the truth. No. No. Not, he was not, playing video games. No, no, no. I would go. I would at least <laughs> no, go. No, no, no. I'd sit down the video game controller for an evening. Yeah. I'd go for about Not an hour and a half and to come back and to finish my video game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, guys. I socialize. What was your favorite song to dance to at that time? If you could have picked a song, what do you think you would have picked? Like, hey, middle school DJ, put a record on. I want to dance with my baby. Probably like Backstreet Boys. Or, gay! <laughs> or Britney Spears. Oh, okay. That's not gay. Well. What Britney Spears song? Shania Twain. Pick, pick a fucking I song. Shania, Shania Twain. Twain. I did. Pick a song. Man, I feel like a woman. Yeah, no, that's a good not one. That one. Although I, I kind of crush on her. You had like the. Little, I don't feel like a woman. The, the CD, Shania Twain CD, and you had the little like booklet. Yeah, and you would take the CD to the bathroom. No. <laughs> and God. like unfold the booklet. No. Cat knows no. what's happening. She knows what's happening. Guys, no. Thirteen-year-old Brandon just like looking at the pictures. Why is this jewel funny. case always missing? Feeling funny. Feeling, feeling funny. funny. Pick a song, Brandon. I'm. Asking you a question, just pick uh, one to um, dance to. Yeah, what? Want it that way, maybe? I want, want it that way. way. Yeah, fantastic. Thank God you were able to answer the question. I don't want to get it wrong. It's not wrong. I don't want to right. answer wrong. Cat, what would you have wanted to dance to? Uh, as Spice a kid? Girls. Spice Girls. Yeah, I mean maybe Ooh, at oh, thirteen. Too late. Thirteen might have been a little bit late, like eleven though. Yes. Spice Girls all the way. Any specific track? Um, Spice Up Your Life. Yeah. Um, okay. Semi Now. Yeah. Yeah. I would like do this to Mama. I love you. Oh, you would put your hands up in the air like you just don't care. Yeah, I was gonna say I would take a lighter, but I wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. You had you had that sort of deadhead spirit. Which one was your Spice Girl? Sporty. Sporty Spice. Of course. Of course. I love football. but it depended what group I was dancing with because I was a little versatile because like if someone wanted to be sporty like I would be like okay I'll oh you guys would pretend to be the sports oh always while yeah. dancing yeah oh interesting yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah so it's sort of like you're recreating like a music video or like you're the group yes you're dancing oh, but yeah. it's sort of like we have the whole package uh-huh. here right now do we think this do we think this party looks cool do we think this party looks fun mm-hmm. what's go- <laughs> just immediately goes mm-mm <laughs> What do you what do you no. not like about this party? What needs to be uh, improved? It seems well. It's it's one of those weird like, it's it's it feels like it's not an actual party you would ever see. Absolutely where there, where there's just everyone just kind of standing around. It's like people like usually get I feel like get in bigger groups and then like just talk. Like right. there's no one just talking. Yeah. Well, um, people are like talking 
and dancing, which yeah. is sort of yeah. strange. It, it's just it looks like the director was like, "You two over there, you two over there, yeah, you two there and there." And it's like no one does, no one just kind of splits off and stays with their like two people. I think the weirdest thing for me is that it's a dance party in a house. Like, so, like, yeah. you got, like, a hall or something. Like, now that I think about it, like, I remember, like, my sister having a, a dance party for, like, a similar birthday, like, 12 or 13. Okay. But it was at, like, a hall, and all our friends were there, so then it's, like, there's a, you know, like, maybe a disco ball. And then, there's like, an atmosphere. There's, yeah, there's an atmosphere. You, the you're going somewhere. The weird thing about somewhere. this is how bright it is. It's very bright. It's really bright, and it's, like, it almost, the way they're moving is, like, they should be on roller skates, but they're not. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they're, it's like the a Starlight Express yeah. situation. You know what? Yeah. They should be having this party in the backyard. Outside. Yeah, they have a nice yard. Because maybe maybe they the, were getting maybe they would have gotten some noise complaints because these kids are rowdy. They're rowdy. They are, they are sort of kind of loud, and they are sort of kind of dancing. It's just that it's because it's in that fucking living room. Yeah, and it's just like this is even weird. a basement would you be know, better. Another thing, what's throwing us off? If it's supposed to be a dance party, maybe clear the rug <laughs> and like clear the furniture too. Did yeah. they even clear the furniture? I don't no. think so. Uh, in the spread that they have for these, there's about what twenty five kids probably. Mm-hmm. I feel like the spread that they have set out for them, food wise, drink wise, it doesn't seem like enough. No, it was mostly drinks. It was it's all like drinks. Pun- and then just a so, bunch of soda. Yeah, soda yeah. in like one of those old-fashioned like metal tubs. Yeah. Yeah. And I promise you, there was no ice. <laughs> All those sodas were warm. But on top we of each began. Other upside down. We began the party in media res, <laughs> so it's like maybe the ice has melted over time. But that's the job of the parents to be like more ice. Right. Get these kids some cold drinks. Right. Caffeinated. We got to get them caffeinated. Mm-hmm. So all of the kids at the party look awful. Yeah. There's not a single kid in this party who has any sort of reasonable fashion sense. Well, these are not the cool kids. These are DJ's friends. These are DJ's friends. Yeah. Yes. DJ's not cool. Let's break down some. Well, who are the kids we remember? There's Kathy Santoni, who, of course, is the character who has the big old boobies. Mm-hmm. She's from Tiggle episodes bitties. past. Tiggle Biddies. Mm-hmm. She's got the purple overalls with, like, the pink shirt. Mm-hmm. She looks like a weird Barbie doll. Yeah. There's the boy with the, he's got the sweater with the leather shoulder. I one shoulder him. is like a, a leather like, patch. I think I missed that kid. Yeah. What are some other kids we remember? Um. So Kevin had um, oh, a shirt Kevin. that looked like a lava lamp on a shirt. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like yeah. it was like um, diamonds of blue fuzz mm-hmm. on a dark sweater. And very fuzzy. Very Kevin's fuzzy. the boy that DJ has a crush on. Yes. yes. This whole party is sort of predicated on the idea that DJ and Kevin are going to like get together. Yes. Mm-hmm. And everyone seems to be in on it, which is crazy. But everyone's been obsessed with DJ's love life since that kid from the NeverEnding Story Part 2 showed up. The <laughs> kids are obsessed with DJ That's kissing people. That's the craziest people. sentence you've ever said. <laughs> you've ever said. We established that when, he, when we know. were talking about it. I know. Like it's Kimmy so specifically Specifically, ever since yeah. the show began, is like I'm an obsessed with DJ's love life. Yeah, yeah. I got to get DJ kissing well, her, guys. Her and DJ have probably practiced on each other enough. That is it? not maybe the pillow pal. Maybe they've been kissing on you know the pillow pal. How about that Bugs Bunny? Oh goodness. Oh man. Okay, we'll so I want I want to talk about that now. Okay. Because there's no B plot. Yeah. We just get, it's a collage. Mm-hmm. I said it's a collage of moments. We just keep cutting to, like, different areas of the house. Mm-hmm. Well, because uh, DJ tells the family to, like... Get the fuck out. Like, make GTFO. themselves scarce. So yeah. they have to, they're, like, locked away in their rooms, kind of going insane. Meanwhile, DJ, not to get away from fashion yeah. too quickly, DJ, in my mind, is dressed like she is the MC of, like, a gothic cabaret mm. in New Jersey, mm-hmm. mixed with, uh, I always say it, but Rhythm Nation... 
mm-hmm. she's got like these fucking like Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club she band looks, shit. She looks like she's like the ringmaster at a circus. A, a ringmaster. Yes. That's yeah. better than a cabaret MC. Yeah, but she with looks, like the footwear of like Julia Louis Dreyfus from Seinfeld. Right. Yeah, you know, it's that. It's that. It's, she's got like the <laughs> ringmaster like jacket. Yeah, the socks and buckle shoes. Yeah. Like I wouldn't be surprised if the jacket had tails. Yeah. And you wouldn't realize this, but her fucking aesthetic clearly now is black and gold all day, every day. Yeah. I, that's Candace Cameron being like, no, I think DJ likes these colors. Mm. Let's go with this from now on. Or do you think the directors are like, you guys are real teenagers. Dress yourselves. Here's the wardrobe Dress department. Yourselves. All you kids go in there and choose your own clothes. And maybe uh-huh. the other kids did that. And then, like, one of the, like, white kids came out, like, sort of dressed, like, in baggy pants, like, kind of going for a yeah. early 90s, like, hip-hop thing. And they were like, no. And they're like, if we ever see you on the lot again, we'll kill you. We'll kill you? We'll kill you. We we'll have the power to you. do that. Now, there are a fair... There's not a lot, but there are a handful of people of color who have come to this party. Mm-hmm. There's, I think, the black teenage girl who was in an earlier episode. I think she's here for this, but she's not talking. You would never yeah. really know because they don't do anything. No. There, yeah. There's an Asian guy who's very far in the back. Yeah. And, uh, of course, there's Bitterman. Bitterman. Bitterman is Kimmy's sort of, like, sexual adversary. Mm-hmm. Like, they're equals, but they hate it. Like, it's an Adam's rib situation where it's like, shut up, boy. Mm-hmm. Shut up, girl. Even <clears throat> the name. Bitterman. Jake Bitterman. Jake Bitterman. Mm-hmm. Yes, Jake Play, Bitterman. Played, played by, by Christian Guzek. Christian Guzek. His main thing for me is his hair. Describe Bitterman sure. to me. So Bitterman has this hair that is like, it would be a bowl cut. It's Ooh. like half a bowl. The front of his head is a half a bowl cut. It's a party bowl. Is a, yeah. It's a candy dish is what yes. it is. And the back is like a, a, a mohawk or a mullet. But yes. like uh, Not turned up. It's just straight down. Yeah. And it's just like. It's thick. It's really thick. It's like you don't know if it's hair or like a mop. Mm. He's dressed like a union construction worker off the job. Yes. Like, he's got, like, this awful, thick old man, like, coat, and then everything underneath it is, like, the same color. Yeah. He looks like he, not that there's anything wrong with this, but he looks like a fucking, like, 45-year-old mechanic. Yeah, with the face of, like, a chubby rat. Yes. With the (laughs) face of, like, uh, like a a late 80s lady comedian. Like, it's this, he look, and he's sort of effeminate. Yeah. There's only a slight part of him, performance-wise, that's oddly effeminate. Yeah. So it throws the whole thing off. And it's a weird... And yeah. Kimmy establishes pretty much right away that he's a dweeb. And he's like, you're a dweeb. You're a dweebette. You're a dweebette. We're perfect for each uh, other. Uh, yeah. And I was like, oh, they're going to fuck later. I want to talk about yeah, another yeah, credit on this guy's resume. Oh, and yeah. it's a little movie called Doll Man. Now, we went over this before we started recording, but the poster is pretty fantastic. Uh, it's, a, it's, it's advertised as a... Charles Band film, which means nothing to me. There are two taglines. Uh, the first tagline is 13 inches with attitude." Can't which sounds like sounds like something about his penis. Yes, <laughs> but it's it's a it's a movie called Doll Man. Mm-hmm. If we have not yet established that, the other tagline is Brandon. You give that a read. He's the toughest cop on the planet, Arteris, but on Earth, he's in over his head. So I guess the premise is it's like a cop movie, but. On our planet, he's tiny. He's a teeny tiny he's doll man. Doll. Yeah, and hey, it looks like you can get it on DVD. Apparently, Charles Band is the guy who brought us Puppet Master. You know all those great films that no one has ever seen. I have not heard of that. N- it says no it's an has. action comedy. So action maybe it's comedy. To, maybe it's supposed to be funny. It's only an hour and nineteen minutes. They couldn't get it that hour and a half. March no. couldn't squeeze it. 
Yeah. They couldn't throw in more stock footage of, like, yeah. a city or something to, like, boost the numbers. Charles Band is the writer, not even the director. Oh, good lord. And, yeah, who else is in this damn movie? Jackie Earl Haley. Jackie Earl Haley. Really early good. film credit. Yep, before he got yeah. back on. Jackie Earl Haley played, like, Rorschach and Watchmen. He was in the Freddy, uh, the, the Nightmare on Elm Street reboot. Okay. He's, like, back in business now. He's, he, like, a big deal now. He always plays, like, some variation on, like, either a pedophile or a fucking psychopath serial killer. Got it. So, I'm sorry. I, I derailed us by continuing to talk about, like, the fashion and stuff. Oh, yeah. I do want to cut to these other moments that are happening yes. in the house. In the last episode, there was this crazy Michelle dreamscape <laughs> where yeah. she had a really weird dream. And I think that, I think the episodes from now on, for me, they have to have a disturbing image or else I won't be satisfied. Mm. This one delivers it. Yeah. Yes. Because it's Michelle dancing with an enormous Bugs Bunny doll yes. as her ballerina music box plays. Mm-hmm. So it's this music of like, let's all three together do the music box music. Yeah. So one, two, three. A little bit louder, cat. Ooh, it's lower now. Feel free to use that as your cell phone ringtone now. Jesse comes in and he's like, now this is a party. So gross. Uh, what's, what's creeping me out about this Bugs Bunny doll that Michelle has is that it's not like a fluffy, It's not a stuffed animal. Doll. It's, it's a like, carnival prize. It's like got Bugs Bunny's head and torso, and then the uh, the appendages are very like thin yeah. and look like wiry that you can like manipulate yeah. to make him look like he's dancing with you. There's the theme of dancing in every single cutaway. Oh everything. yeah. And and there's the theme of the Looney Tunes because you have Daffy Duck. That whole like yes. Joey's so, doing a Daffy Duck impression the whole show. So welcome to JoJo Agogo, where we do an impression of the Joey impression. Oh. So before we cut to that whole Bugs Bunny thing, yeah, Bugs Bunny is the second Looney Tunes reference, because Stephanie and Joey are going to the Daffy Duck Film Festival. Which I don't believe is real, but if it is, I want to go. You want to go to a Daffy Duck Film Festival? Yeah. If it was every you single... see that I have every... Uh, Looney Tunes Platinum uh, collection oh, on Blu-ray. Oh, those are Blu-ray? Yeah. Okay, I thought they, they were DVD for a second. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no, no, no. They're on Blu-ray. So you would go to a, a marathon of every <laughs> Daffy Duck cartoon? Hell yeah. It couldn't possibly last longer than what? Yeah. Maybe an hour That's and a half? That's why I would Two go. hours? Yeah, because it wouldn't last too long. There's probably a 19. shit ton of Daffy Duck there cartoons. There are. They though. wouldn't show all of them. They showed the best ones. But it's, it's short, right? It's not film. Yeah, they would all yeah. be like cartoons. Yeah. Uh, th- those are like longer than, yeah. So, okay, so welcome to JoJo. Go, go. We're going to do Joey's impression of Daffy Duck. Okay. And I think the phrase that we're going to have to go with and have in common is just the phrase, I find that despicable. Okay. And the challenge is, please don't try to spit on the laptop, but we, we're going to try and create as much spit as possible. Okay. I find that despicable. Oh. I produced a lot of spit just then. I love yeah. it. I find that despicable. Yeah, definitely got a spray on the back of my own hand. It's good to have shields. Let's put up some shields here. Okay. Let me, like, shake my head. Shake your head? Like, I'm, like, like, I'm picturing, like, how his head is with his hair and everything. Wait, his hair? Like, Joey. Oh, Oh, Joey. Yeah, yeah, not Daffy. Not Daffy. I'm putting a bill on... I'm trying to do Joey doing Daffy, right? I'm putting a bill on my face. (laughs) I have a little tail. No, I'm putting a sweater on with snowmen. (gasps) No, not snowmen. Old fisherman. That sweater... That sweater he wears in this episode is fucking hideous. I'm not. <laughs> you're not. You're not. I'm not. I was gonna say I'm not an impression person. Okay, ready. I find that. I find that despicable. 
That's it. That's yeah. That's what good. it is. That was good. good. Fantastic. Thank you. So yeah. So that's that's where Joey and Stephanie are running <laughs> off to. Uh, of course, Stephanie is trying to get a little bit of a peeky peek into She's the party. She's my favorite in the whole episode. And I Stephanie, think, really? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Because I think it, you because she's talked so rudely to in the opening. She's the, she's the she's underdog. She's the only one I fight for. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> she puts a camera around Michelle's neck and she's like, "Here, Michelle, go in and take some fucking photos of the party, mm-hmm. like some sort of fucking paparazzo." Mm-hmm. And uh, of course, Michelle's a little baby; she can't take photos. It's mm-hmm. so funny. DJ gets pissed about it. Mm-hmm. She's so fucking mean to Stephanie. Mm-hmm. You're not and then wrong. Stephanie's not in the rest of the episode after that. Mm-hmm. No, she scoots. Yeah. Well, there's one time that they're all like kind of exiting. Her and Joey are going to go to this festival, but they want to find out. Like Stephanie's obsessed with finding out who Ke- which one is Kevin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which I thought was the actually genuinely funny moment. So describe the um, gag. So what the gag is is like the family's leaving, so they all come out in the party. They're like. Bye, everyone. DJ gives them a moment yeah. for all of them to be like, hello, party. Mm-hmm. And the, they're like, hello. And they're like, goodbye, party. Goodbye. And then Stephanie goes, goodbye, Kevin. And Kevin goes, goodbye. And she goes, that's him. <laughs> I just thought that was funny. Her delivery is <laughs> yeah. what makes it yeah. funny. Yeah. Every now and then they really do. The kids hit upon just the right way to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Other moments, majority of the moments, not really hitting sure. it on the head. Yeah, they all head out. And Becky and Danny are going to go upstairs to work on Wake Up San Francisco for the Monday show. On a dance segment. Yes. Well, Becky is always making Danny do crazy, kooky things. Okay. She likes making Danny look like an idiot on TV. Yeah. So okay. for this, they're going to do like a tango. Yeah. I don't really get what the segment's supposed to be. Is it just them doing the tango? I don't know. Is a dance instructor coming to the set to sort of teach them in no, front of the camera? No one watches Wake Up San Francisco. No one watches it. It's a terrible show. They really don't explain... Anything to do with why they're dancing? Like all it's the just an excuse to no continue sense. the theme. Yeah. What makes no sense? All of the cutaways no. from the party. The the the, Mich- the the Michelle thing with the Bugs Bunny and Jesse comes in and he's and he says, you know, hey, now this is a party. But that shifts into training Comet. Yeah. Comet walks into the room and suddenly now it's about that. How long have they had this dog? Uh, it's been this season. Yeah. Since okay. this season, Comet's grown up a little fast. I feel like he was bigger last episode. I feel like I had that thought too. This means there's multiple dogs. He was longer in the last longer. episode, and he sort of shrunk. Or they shot him out of order. Uh, very cute dog. Yeah, he's very he's he's cute. But Jesse sort of a, he becomes obsessed out of nowhere with just training Comet. He likes to be dominant. Oh uh, yes, yeah. sit dog. You're my dog. Yeah. Fucking what? Grab your face. He's just grabbing Comet's face all the time. Yeah. It really bothered me. You didn't I like know. it. You were like, he's manhandling Comet. I don't yeah. like it. Because for some reason, when I see stuff like that on TV, I'm always like, I bet that actor doesn't like that dog. And oh. it fucking bugs me. Yeah. I bet, well, I bet Jesse treats that dog like a, like a shithead. You mean like John Stamos treats that yeah. dog like a shithead? I bet you. God. I bet he treats all dogs like shit. The way he's just, like, trying to be cute, but then also he's just, like... Well, Jesse, the character is having this sort of back and forth of, I want to be dominant, but Michelle is saying, be nice to the Dougie. Mm -hmm. And she's giving him cookies, which Michelle just has cookies in her room. Right. I think they're particularly dog biscuits. But then she gave one to Jesse. In real life, yes, I'm sure they're dog biscuits. But in the context of the show, Michelle just has a plate of cookies. Right. (laughs) The tango thing, Danny and Becky try to do it, and it's a disaster. And then Jesse is like, let me show you how it's done. Mm -hmm. 
Is Jesse just horny in this episode? I don't. I don't know. It's yeah. weird. Even all the little girls want him to do. He, like, he was like, "Well, well, Comet wasn't listening to me, but Becky will." Mm-hmm. Yeah, come so here, I'm Becky. Go to this other room. And was I know how to manhandle you? Was it all just a plot to get everybody near the fireplace? Yes, it was. Oh, or a ploy. Yeah, what's so crazy is that at a certain point, they start hearing voices echoing from the living room into the grate of the fireplace in an upstairs bedroom. Side question, do we think Kevin is sort of like, do we think he's worthy of DJ's attention? Is he like, does he seem cool? Does he seem cute? I does think he seem so sweet. He seems sweet enough. He gets mad a lot. I think he's oh, probably, he's probably on the same level of popularity as DJ is. Oh, yeah. Like, they're, 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 Chris, hanging, they're, they're Crisco the white. Circles. They, they help each other with their algebra. Yeah. You know. She seems a little bit more, like, grown up, yeah. a little bit more mature than him. He seems like a little boy. Yeah. Even for, like, 12, 13. Yeah. Because, I, I don't know, I get the sense that he's shorter than her, and every time something doesn't work out at the party, like, romantically, he walks away going, oh, oh, I'm an idiot. I'm so stupid. Hitting himself in the fucking noggin. He's not super confident. No. Well, he's going to have to get confident because Kimmy has a fucking Porn. diabolical agenda. porno mm. plot. She dims the lights, and suddenly the atmosphere is smoky, and they're going to play spin the bottle. takes bo- the ketchup bottle. Out of, what did you just pantomime? Out of her what, Brandon? Her vagina. Her, right there. Took the ketchup bottle out of her vagina. When you lean into the mic, I don't need you to cut the noise even more. out of her vagina and put it on the ground to spin it. He I'm took not saying that. Brandon's oh. the nice boy on the show. You're the Kevin. Ooh, yeah, you're the Kevin. No, guys. You are. There's so much anger inside. So close to that little kissy. <laughs> and then I didn't get to kissy. <laughs> would you have kissed her, Brandon? Would you have kissed DJ at that party? Like, would you have been Kevin? I would, have, would you have been Bitterman? You know I, what I mean? I would have gone for it. Yeah. No, no, I would have been, uh, I think I would have done it, and then this is sad to say, I think I would have given in to the peer pressure faster than oh. Kevin did and kissed her. Uh, out of that. Okay, yeah. I'll do it. Felt weird. Well, okay, so they set up this huge it. spin the bottle game, right? Yeah. So Kimmy and Bitterman wind up pairing off. The second their mouths touch, when I pinched your cheek, did it hurt, Brandon? I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, I know I did do it a little rough. I'm dominant. Mmm, yeah. Mmm, rough. I'm a puppy. When Bitterman and Kimmy kiss, it's like, miracle of life. Yeah. At last I find oh, you. They both say, whoa, whoa baby. Whoa, baby. Yeah. And it's like a peck, and then... And then at the end of the party, like, he's carrying her purse. Yeah. He's like, hey, babe. Babe, let's, let's go, babe. And she's like, I'm a babe now. Mm-hmm. Bitterman is... They actually do sort of make sense. Yeah. He's fucking goofy. Kimmy's fucking goof to the thousandth degree. Yeah. Yeah, so that's great. And then, of course, who goes next? Why not have a few more people go? Yeah. Right. Meanwhile, the parents are listening to all of this. I'll reiterate. And this is how you know that everyone is in on it. DJ or spins. Kevin spins the bottle, and then everyone that's sitting in the circle, like, scatters, leaving yeah. only DJ as the choice. Yeah. You know it what I found funny? There are, I think there are, like, two or maybe a couple more than that kids who aren't playing it. Mm. And that's, I like that. There's, like, a realism to that Mm-mm. of kids who would just be not about they it. They were just standing by the stairs. Those are the two cool kids that are, like, this is bullshit. Like, I've already fucked. Like, I'm yeah. 13. I've already right. gotten it. We, got, we had to show face. Let's get out of here. I had to take you to a clinic because we were worried. Like, mm-hmm. we're a grown-up snout. <laughs> like, you almost had a baby. <laughs> and by almost, I mean, we took care of it. Did I? Did anyone play Spin the Bottle here? I never played it. I didn't play it so young, but I've I, played it. I went to, I played it 
when I was too old to be playing it. Too- I moved. I moved to Virginia my junior year of high school. Okay, and, and you found I out that Virginia to, was. I hot. went to a like tenth graders party, and they okay. were playing it there. I did not play because I was like, you thought it was dumb. Yes, really. I was like. Like the I'm, game was dumb, or like was there also like a kind of kiddie atmosphere to it? I, no, there wasn't a kiddie atmosphere. It was just like people were doing. It and I was like, that, to me, I've always associated with like spin the bottle and like seven minutes in heaven or whatever. Mm. I've always sure. associated that with middle school or younger. Like, yeah. Uh, so being like sixteen, seventeen, I was like, I don't want to do this. Can like, I, can I be very honest with you? Yeah, that's I what we're here it for. It probably six months ago. <laughs> six months ago. <laughs> Yeah. What was the well, so? What was the context for this? But this, this is also we're now in a different stage where it's like takes on a new. It's like yeah. ironic. we're all millennials. It's all ironic. It's like ironics in the bottle. I don't know. Pin the tail on the donkey. Pretty, it was everyone's acting like it was a pretty serious like how you would be when you're in middle school. People were taking it seriously. It was serious. It was like spin, but then it was like peck. Just I was peck? like heck boring. Yeah, make it make it happen. Yeah. Or do something. Yeah, mouth on mouth. Yeah. It's got to be mouth on mouth, and it's got to like be, be like a little bit open. In and it's got to like retreat yeah. and go in. Retreat, yeah. like have it yeah. be something. No, retreat, there was a party. Retreat in my and house. go in. What a horrible way of describing kissing. I got up to my room, and there a spin the bottle game had broken out. <laughs> In okay. my room. You were like, this is my room. I was like, no, oh, I'll play. I guess I'll play. <laughs> yeah. I so it's a small group. How many? Oh, there were probably 12, 15 people playing. Wow. Was there, was it, how was the ratio guy and girl? A lot of girls. Okay. A lot of girls. But some of us are gay. Mm-hmm. I think there were only max like two or three guys and at least one was gay. So that gay guy was like... I'm going to get me some uh, straight kisses right, tonight. So, yeah, that was probably no, not as much fun. I mean, it was fun. Yeah. Was there the idea of, oh, no, I got to kiss you? Um, there were a couple times I think people were like, oh, I'll just pick. Okay. Let's, mm-hmm. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. When DJ and mm-hmm. Kevin are sort of put together, <laughs> everybody gets in their shit. Uh-huh. Like, Bitterman's head is two inches away from Kevin. Do it. Do it. Do, mm-hmm. it. do it now. His hands creeping down Ew. his pants. Oh, God. His, like, yeah. his, like fucking mechanic pants. Yeah. I got these from my dad. He was an apprentice. Let's squeeze them. Grease comes out. Car grease. Ew. Cat, Cat is not a fan of this I'm description. not a fan of, like, when Brendan, like, touches his lower half and, like, makes noises. His lower half. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> So, okay, so they're hearing all of this in Danny's bedroom, and they freak out. The uncles are like, whoa, baby, we got to, like, stamp out this burgeoning sexuality. If anyone's going to be touching DJ, it'll be us. Yeah. (laughs) They're like, all right, guys, let's do it to her one more time. They throw her onto the countertop, this 13-year-old fully-bodied person. Mm. They throw her onto the countertop, and they're like, 13, you're 13 now. Yeah, and Jesse's, like, head is nuzzling into DJ's, like, neck. Jesse and DJ have this weird pair-off thing where, like, they have adult conversations. I don't like it. They they bust (laughs) up the party. They turn the lights on. They grab the ketchup. Uh, Joey's throwing popcorn and and chips and peanuts. Yeah. Doing some sort of weird baseball character. Peanuts, yeah. Can't have a party without a program. And then Jesse walks through the front door, which is bizarre. Right. It's like he, they staged it to where it was like one, two, three. He's got a cassette. 
of sweet new tunes. No touchy tunes. No touchy tunes. Oh, P.S. When this episode begins, what song are they playing? Well, it's the only popular song that the How Rude creators paid for, and that's Bobby Brown's My Prerogative. Twice in two episodes in a row. The How Rude creators? Oh, the Full House I was like, what? Creators. I was like, do you guys get the rights to that? I don't know where one begins and where one ends anymore. <laughs> I feel like we're inside the show. I feel like I helped write the damn thing. Maybe I'm Dave Coulier. I don't know. Oh, my God. I'd like to think that I'm funnier, but I don't, maybe not. Maybe not. He's no, pretty funny. definitely not. Yeah. <laughs> so DJ gets really upset. Becky sort of has to pull a Hail Mary mm-hmm. yeah. and sit her down. Because Becky's the only fucking female presence in the show. Mm-hmm. There's there's literally a point where, where Danny's like, hey. guys, times like this, I wish DJ had a mom. Hey, Becky, will you be a mom? Because, you know... You got the boobies and the vagina. The she-she and the tt's. She is so pretty. She's so pretty. She's so pretty. She's looking good. What do you, like, what do you she, like about Lori Loughlin? I just think she, her smile's nice. She's, she's got a great smile. She looks classy, too. She's very she classic classy. looking, yeah. too. Like, classic They don't beautiful. put her in a lot of crazy outfits. There was the episode yeah. where they went to Hawaii, and she wore an outfit out of some sort of nightmare jazzercise class. Oh, God. That was the one time where I was like, no, of all people, Lori Laughlin does not deserve to wear these mm-hmm. outfits. The kids can wear goofy stuff because they're kids. Mm-hmm. The men, like, they're goofballs, mm-hmm. whatever. Lori Laughlin does not deserve, like, shitty yeah. fashion. And, but she looks good in this. I don't she's remember. Looking good. Yeah. <laughs> I also. I like need her. you to always be leaning in, by the way. Not yeah. just for when you want to have a boner for Lori Laughlin. Ew. What is this fucking Bugs Bunny teeth thing you're doing right now? Is that your O face? Yeah. When you like shoot your wad. Ew. 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 Stop it. So Becky and DJ have a big talk, and Becky's like, <laughs> "Your first kiss <laughs> needs to be super special," mm-hmm. and then they kiss. Like DJ, oh, Becky and DJ. Yeah, yeah, DJ like kisses Becky on the cheek and she says something like, Why couldn't I do that to Kevin? Yeah, why couldn't I have kissed Kevin like that? Are you kidding me? <laughs> this is your like non-biological future aunt. <laughs> this is weird. Are you gay? It's cool if you're gay. Like, do you want Kevin to be Becky? Yeah, I don't like the association like that that kiss is the same as the other kiss. I think all of these kids will wind up being gay. Like I think Kimmy's gay, I think DJ is gay, I think Bitterman's gay, I think Kevin's gay. I like, think Stephanie's super gay. You think Stephanie's super yeah. gay? Yeah. Do you okay. see because of the, her sense of humor? Her brassiness, her sassiness. <laughs> yeah. Got yeah. that gay sense of humor. Yeah. yeah. She's walking around with a camera going, I got a plan. Yeah. I don't care about all this. I'm above all this. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm detached from all this. Why? Maybe because... Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to the Daffy Duck Marathon. Yeah. See ya, fucks. Yeah. They get back from that pretty quickly, by the way. So, oh, they went? Three cartoons. Yeah. It's oh. the it's duck season, rabbit season. It's that one. Uh, it's the rabbit one where, seasoning is incredible. It's the one where the giant pencil draws all over Daffy. Uh, Duckamuck. Duckamuck. And then what's the third one? Ooh. I like the really old one where Daffy's trying to sell his nephew to Porky Pig, who's a talent agent. Oh, my God. And Porky Pig is, like, just trying to get to his vacation. Like, he's trying to get on a plane. And Daffy, in the original form, of course, Daffy is fucking psychotic. Oh, yeah. They made him, like, crazy. He's not cynical yet. He, like, him and Porky Pig had the dynamic where Porky Pig was like, Ernest. Get away from me. And, like, <laughs> trying to maintain, and Daffy Duck was, like, a fucking psychopath. Yeah. It's great. But I, I like the dynamic he has. They, they probably showed a Duck Dodgers one. I'm going to find, <laughs> I'm going to find the, the, like, a YouTube, like, a clip for this, because at one point Daffy Duck, like, dresses up as Carmen Miranda, and it's, it's pretty good. It's pretty rock solid. You guys know so much. About Daffy Duck? <laughs> About TV and movies. Yeah, yeah, we do, yeah. We're yeah. pretty hey smart. Now. Hey, now you're an all-star. Get your game on. Go play. Mm-hmm. 
So she has the talk. Everything's fine. And that's basically it, right? There's another joke about Comet being a bad dog, but and not really anything. Oh! Kevin comes back. Kevin comes back. We can't skip that. Yeah. They, he's like, oh, here's the birthday card I forgot to give you. Mm-hmm. That's weird. When he shows up at the party, he's like, I lost your card. Yeah, that was weird. And I said, well, why don't you f- go find it? It also seems but like he's makes- giving her jewelry. Like, there's a long box mm-hmm. that he gives her. Uh, it's it's small, but it's long, like a, like mm-hmm. a little pencil like a, case size Yeah, what do you thing. think was in there? What do you never found out? I think it was probably like a necklace or something. Yeah. It was very romantically packaged. Yes. It had a giant rose on it. Well, and then he shows up again, and, and she's like, oh, Kimmy really wants us to be a couple. And he goes, well, you know, Kimmy's not wrong about everything. Mm-hmm. He's kind of, he's getting his courage back a little mm-hmm. bit. He's not this, like, weird little impotent worm who's like, Gah. What do you think the card said on the inside? That's what I couldn't, I wanted to know. Yeah. I think you're a really special DJ, girl. DJ, I think you're... Oh, I was Kind of like, you see the pen like trail off? In parentheses it says, walks away muttering. <laughs> Stage direction. <laughs> they go out to the backyard, so she's like, I'll walk you out. Yeah. <laughs> Even though they're at the back door they're already. They're already out, yeah. He's got to hop on his huffy, baby. And then they kiss, and it's it's like a real kiss. Yeah. It's not that Kimmy Bitterman bullshit. No. They're like... And then that's good. That's a good yeah. kiss. He's like, I'll see you in algebra. Monday morning, she's like, I'll be there. And what does he do when he rides away on his huffy? Wheelie. Oh, yeah. Wheelie. The shittiest wheelie I've ever seen. The fucking wheelie. I can't ride a bike. That's how the wheel- the job? Oh, that which was the audition. You, which one of you fucks can pop a wheelie on his These, bike. like, weird sort of, like, preteen boys sort of, like, competing, like, yeah. I can do it. I can do Who it. Who can kiss yeah. a girl? Get on their AstroTurf. Yeah. Get, get the... Bike, what if then, the uh, what if the uh, like the PA or the production assistant like was this beautiful woman? And she's like, all right, final challenge. You think you can kiss a woman? I'll fucking figure out if that's fucking right. Yeah. You come here, Mwah. bullshit. You come here, bullshit. You're gay. Maybe DJ got to pick. Who do she want to kiss? Interesting. Kenneth Cameron, they gave her, like, the... Maybe she, like, talked with a couple of the, of the boys, and she was like, I like, I think that guy think that is one. cool. Yeah. I, I wouldn't mind kissing that fella on and the I face. Saw him, I saw him pop a wheelie. <laughs> when I saw him pop that <laughs> ice-hot <laughs> wheelie. Think one of the kids died doing that? <laughs> died? Doing a In wheelie? The audition. They, they fall on the one vertebrae that, like, fucks them up for the rest of their lives? Jesus Christ. What was your first kiss? You know, I was 16. And I was, like, friends with a guy from school. It was kind of, like, flirty or whatever. Sure. And I went over there, and he had broken his leg. And we went. I went over to watch a movie. So he had to sit, like, with his leg up. I'm sorry, how old did you say? 16. 16, okay. And um, he'd sat He's with cut his, his leg, leg up. up. And um, this is the first race. Did you start at the leg? First, like... Kiss and make out yes. thing. Because I think I pecked someone on the cheek when I was little. No, Brandon, no, I, I doubt not, she kissed the cast of Did not kiss the cast. Work his way up? No. Let me sign it. Well, it was really awkward because I was sitting, like, kind of cuddling, watching the movie, and his leg was up, so I'm, like, in his lap, like, looking, like, up. And then he kissed, like, came down and oh, kissed he, me, so then I'm kind of, like... Like a Spider-Man like, kiss almost? Yeah, kind of. And it was, like, kind of awkward, though, because then I had to, like, kind of do, like, an ab workout, like, kind of, like, <laughs> like be, like, up. And then his mom came downstairs to do some laundry because we were in his basement watching the Your movie. Your head was in his lap? Like, not face down. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, of course. I feel, man. You can't watch a movie um, with your face well, in someone's I, I had to, like, bring it up so I couldn't so. feel if you had a boner or not. But <laughs> <laughs> that's your question. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, and I was like, yeah, kissing up. But the thing about this guy, and, and, and I'll, I shouldn't say this, but I will. He's not listening. You don't know that? He, he would, could be part of our huge audience. <laughs> <laughs> he would stick his tongue in your mouth, and then that's it. And I thought Wait that's what kissing was. So it was Straight like... Straight in? Uh. So just tongue all the way in like as far as it could go and then it's just in there and then no. I was like oh it's like oh ooh, 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 does he move it around or just well, lives in there he, um, he moves it around but he never takes it out and he never disengages oh you no know? and that was like it was so I was like is this what is this what kissing it felt like um, like a lizard or something I feel like when you get your first kiss like when you're like in school you're a teenager like there's gotta be that thought of is this what it is yeah but you do you have no basis of comparison of course yeah so you're like Oh, I don't know. Yeah. It could be, and it, in that case, yikes. It was weird. And then I came to find out, like, later. And we hung out a little bit, but we never, like, it never got off the ground. And then I came to find out later, like, talking to friends who had also made out with him. They're like, he's the worst kisser. <sighs> like, he's the weirdest kisser. So he had a reputation yeah, at that point. Yeah, so I was like, oh, okay, cool. So that's, like, not... It's okay that it that I didn't like it. Yeah. Like, also, there's a bunch of other reasons I probably didn't like it, but... <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, no. But, yeah. That I recall that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, Brandon, I would go into your whole first kiss situation, but I think time... You don't care? Sorry, I took so long telling that story. Absolutely no. not. You are the guest, the guest and you are the priority. Oh. Brandon is not the priority. I think it's time now that we pass out some common awards for woof-worthy fashion. Mm. Woof. These are the awards that go to the person with the worst sense of fashion. Cat. who are you giving it to? Oh, in the whole episode, the worst There's a lot going sense on. of fashion. I have to do Bitterman because of his hair. Like, there's, like... Okay. Be, because the no whole matter... package, yeah. It's, like, the whole package is weird. I don't even total. I know I didn't like his outfit. I, it wasn't the worst outfit. But his hair but really his is. his hair is so disgusting. You can't even describe it as one thing. <laughs> like, I tried to earlier, and I can... It, it's bitter, man. Feel free to woof with us. Brandon, who are you giving it to? Um, you know what? Uh, the way you feel about Bitterman is the way I felt about DJ the entire episode. Mm. Could not look away from her hair. Could not look away from her crazy tassel. It's been fried outfit. for so long, but that hair is fried yeah. beyond anything we've it looks, seen. It's getting worse and worse and worse. Uh, and so, she's got that crazy thin braid. Yeah, she got that like Padawan mm-hmm. Star Wars braid from like episode one. I knew a fucking girl in college who she would brag about how she had a fucking down to her ass crack braid just like that and she would brag about how she was a theater major but she would never cut her hair for a role because this braid meant too much to her like she was a four-year-old tell me what's it mean nothing the fact that she had it for as long as she did that's the meaning behind it yeah bullshit and she was she was like i would never cut my hair for a role ever like then you're never ever going to be an actor luckily dj wises up and gets better hair. Yes, she does. They all get better, except the men just keep getting paunchier and sort of schlubbier. And I think I'm going to have to give it, you gave it to DJ. There's a lot going on. Let's just give it to the party. Every kid that walked through the door for that party, no one's fucking bringing it. You know what? If I had to give it to one kid in that party, it's Indiana Jones. He's got the fucking Texas Walker fucking Ranger hat Black cowboy hat. He was. He was in the... I remember seeing him in the circle for the... Uh, spin the bottle. Spin the bottle. It's Walker, Texas him. Ranger more than it he, is Harrison couldn't, Ford. He, he, like, obscured his face with a hat. 
Yeah, it's like he's always turned away. Like you always just see the back of the hat. Woof, 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 woof. Brandon, of course, it is time for your classic question. Catchphrases are a big part of this TV show. As you know, actually, Stephanie says how rude, but is interrupted in the middle of her catchphrase. The show is so over it. How? And then DJ's like, rude, I know, get out. Um, So the question is a two parter A, did you have a catchphrase growing up? Just something you said a lot. And then B, do you have a catchphrase now? I didn't have a catchphrase growing up, but I did used to sign off on things as Supercat. Like, that was, like, my AIM name. Okay. And that was, like, my... I would create little Superman signs and stick them in my shirt, like, just as, like, a goofy bit. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, like, wear them under my blouse at school. So like, that was, like, your like, persona. Yeah, yeah, I guess Supercat. I'd be, like... And so I'd be, like, your brand. Supercat. Yeah. yeah. But I don't remember... I, I don't remember having a super strong catchphrase. Okay. Well, what about as an adult? I think I swear too much. To okay. Be, I mean, I'm a little like blue. Like I've mm-hmm. been. T- like I have to. T- I was t- like. You walk they on told stage. Me I have to like t- taper that back. Wow. A okay. Bit. Um. Like so. Like I'll say things and then I'll be like. Whoops. What's What's your like go to? Curse word. Curse word. Yeah. If you could say it all the time and nobody would give I, you well, flack for it. Let me say, I think it's really funny to use a ridiculously harsh word over something really stupid mm-hmm. to someone I know. Like the other day, someone said they liked a, a certain game and I liked a different game. I was like, you fucking cunt. Like, I think that's funny if it's right. like, oh, you like Scrabble, you whore. You know what I mean? Huh. <laughs> like, like, it's, it's so stupid. Yeah. And then, like, once I came out, too, and, like, embraced it, I also thought it, like, I think it's really funny to be like, well, I can I can do something because I'm a dyke. You know what I mean? So, yeah, but you, like, you got like, to, like, own that. You know, but, like, not because I think that's actually how anyone should be mm-hmm. referred to. I just think it's really funny to o- that when people, like, overuse something. We, we've talked about this on the show a lot, like, my relationship with the word faggot. I was going to ask about I, that. I use it on the show, so not much. not as liberally as I used to, yeah. to be fair. Yeah. Not, not really as much at all. But in, you know, day-to-day life, I encounter my boyfriend doesn't like the word, is not about it. But I like to sort of punctuate weird, random moments. It doesn't make sense for me to even say it. Yeah. That's why it's funny to yeah. me. Like, like us, uh, I like to make straight men feel uncomfortable with it. Like, I'll just be like, oh, what do you think? I'm a faggot? Do you think I'm a faggot? <laughs> or you, yeah, you always say it with some, like, weird, like, uh, tone or, like, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't want to say it. <laughs> you, you say it. No. Yeah, no, say no, it. I'm giving you permission to say no. it. No. I allow nothing. you to say it. It means nothing. When someone, like, <laughs> deans you, like, one mm-hmm. If you had said it, it, I would have yelled at you. <laughs> I would have been like, bad Brendan. Yeah, see, it's a trap. Mm-hmm. Okay, so cursing, that's sort of your go-to. Yeah, maybe, lately, yeah. Okay. Well, Kat, uh, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Is there anything that you would like to plug? Playing Vamp uh, next Friday and um, doing the directing show next Saturday, you know, so the 7th and 8th of August, and and those are my last shows in Chicago for a while. Okay. And Vamp is at? MCL at 1030 on Fridays. Mm -hmm. That's a really fun, I swear a lot in that show. Okay. So Vamp, that's MCL at Mm -hmm. 1030s on what night? On Fridays. Fridays. And then what was the second thing? um, What is this directing show? Tiff Swally is in the directing program right now. And her, she's doing a, you know, her her final project is, it's called A Plague of Their Own, and it's a sketch show. Okay, yes. In the DeMott at Second City at 9 on Saturdays. And it's really good. Like, it's, sometimes you you do shows like that, and you're like, am I proud of this? I don't know. Yeah. You know, I like what I did. 
I'm so proud of this show. A lot of stars cool. have to line up for those shows to like really yes. get off the ground. Yes. You have to have a good director. You got to have good writers. Yes. And you know the performance. It all has to come together. Yes. So that's great that it seems to have done that yeah. in that case. Great. Yeah. And then yeah, you're going to be doing. We got you right before your boat contract. Yeah. So, doot, doot. so you know, if you're out there and you want to take a cruise and you want to see Cat in person and you want to be a real creep, I guess book a ticket for the gem. Yeah. I'd be like, hi, I heard I you on yeah. the on the radio. What if a creep like listened to this and was like, it's the radio, uh, the voices come out of the radio. <laughs> of course, you can subscribe through iTunes. Leave a five star review if you haven't done so. Please, we love to hear that <laughs> wonderful five star praise. You can stream episodes. That's howrudepodcast.libsyn.com. Stitcher, Facebook, thehowrudepodcast.gmail.com, hrpodcast.dumbler.com. We're on Twitter as well. Brandon? Oh, at B-W-E-Shock. Mine is J-O-N-P-E-R-N-I-S-E-K. Kat, are you on Twitter? Yes, but I don't know how to use it, but I, my name is at Former Fat Cat. <laughs> at Former Fat Cat. No kooky spellings, I assume? No, okay, just need to. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't taken? It yep. wasn't taken. Fair enough. Former Great. Well, I this is the here. part of the show where... <laughs> What did you say? I said, I used to be heavier. You uh, used to be heavier. Former, former fat cat. Uh, <laughs> meow. <laughs> meow. I like lasagna. Not so much the Mondays. <laughs> meow. I'm going to shoot Nerval in the face. That's my Garfield. It's my Buffalo Bill slash Garfield. Yeah, this is the part of the show where we go around, we say our names individually. Oh, okay. I will say, and we'll see you next time on, and then together we'll just say the phrase, how rude, okay. which is apparently what I think the sitcom is called now. <laughs> Brandon, start us off. Uh, I am Brandon Shockney. I am John Pernasek. I am Kat McDonald. And we'll see you next time on How Rude. Bugs Bunny dancing with me. And now there's Daffy Duck and he's coming in the room and he's talking to everyone and his tongue is out and spitting all over me. Where are my clothes now? Uncle Jesse comes on in with Comet Dog and they're slobbering and they're dominating. Where's Becky? Where's Danny? Where's DJ? She's having a party downstairs and it's the 13th birthday. She will ever have will she kiss a boy will Kimmy Gibbler get it on who will know and here we go and now it's full house back in the next decade coming back called Fuller House Candace Cameron is now a mommy and she's got three boys and now there's Danny Tanner back again with John Stamos and Dave Coulier they're not done they have more stories to tell coming on Netflix sometime next year. Do check it out if you have Netflix. It's only $8 a month to subscribe digitally. They got a bunch of new stuff. Have you seen The Guest? I recommend it too. More movies I will tell that are on the Netflix program. Not movies, TV shows. Check out Kimmy Schmidt and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. got a lot better, so check it out. <laughs> I didn't say stop! (laughs) 